Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! change things up at this point of course we'll figure it out as we go that uh recording by the way does not come up on our recording good um so so we were just discussing so uh fast and furious comes out tomorrow you're gonna wait till next week to see it yeah i'm thinking about monday i'm gonna go during the day on monday who did you rope into seeing that thing with no one. No one's going to go see it. I remember you said that. Uh, I said, hey, we should go see Fast and Furious. You're like, I don't want to die and say, how, how did you die? And it was Fast and the Furious. That was funny. The reason, the reason of your death is Fast and the Furious. Quiet Place 2, maybe, but not, not um, Fast yeah. and Furious. Um, um, so yeah, so I'm remote. Uh, I'm watching my brother's place cause he's out of town. So I'm, I'm watching his dogs. He's got 120 pound, um, great Pyrenees who's one years old and slobbers everywhere. Um, so if you see a giant mammal walking through your screen, or if you're at home and you hear hoofs, fret not. It's just a giant dog. It's Clifford. <laughs> um, so you only have to do it from one night, though. Yeah, the rest of the time they've got. I mean, I'm just coming to just so because they were worried he was going to be lonely. Okay. I can't make fun of other people's things about dogs because I've become very sensitive to my dogs late lately. So I, I, I can't help it. So as much as I'd like to, you know make fun of other people for it. I am just as guilty. Um, uh, you have any notes? 
No, I mean, all of my notes basically are about um, what we're going to be talking about today, which is like a hodgepodge of new releases of TV and movies and then uh, some NBA stuff. And then you're going to go over our annual your summer preview where you asked me about movies that I have no idea and we... Oh, there he goes. There goes the dog. And then you're going to... Oh, yeah, that dog's big. <laughs> and then you're going to tell me if you would go to the theater and die for this movie. Yes. Wait, yeah, that's great. That's a great call. I like that. You've never seen Arlo, their dog? No. They had him, like, Christmas when you came over last Christmas. Oh, yeah, maybe I did see him. I don't remember. No, I don't think I did. Well... There you go. Um, uh, so I have a note. Do you know who the most followed person on Instagram is? I do. It's Is it Ronaldo? Yeah, that came out this week. Uh, the guy, Portugal soccer player is playing right now. It's crazy that he's like the most followed person, like 300 million people or something, something crazy. Um, how is the uh, Euro Cup thing going? So, so we just got past the qualifying stages. So now the tournament starts um, on Saturday. It was intense. There was a great two games on at the same time yesterday, Germany and um for Austria, I think, whoever they're playing. And then uh, France was playing Portugal all at the same time. And that's all the group of death. And so um, three of the teams made it through. So now it's single, single elimination. Yeah. And so uh, some good games like Belgium is going to wind up playing. I think it's Belgium one to play in um, – Portugal because they came in third and so um yeah um and then Germany plays England I think because they came in second and France winds up playing like Switzerland okay so who do you think who's like favorite to win the whole thing probably France France is like they're the they're the reigning world champions they've got so much firepower um, I would say them, um, some people might say Belgium, Belgium's kind of in the mix. People would have said Germany, but they've looked so bad. So, I mean, not looked so bad, but they, they've struggled quite a bit. Um, Italy looks pretty good. England started off looking really good. And now I don't know. I, I just don't know. I don't know how England is always not good at this, but, um, those would be the teams I'd keep. Netherlands looks looks pretty good. My dad's all into this thing now. Oh, yeah? Good he's for your great. dad. He's, he's into uh, Italy. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, Italy finally doesn't have that goalie. I don't know if you remember their goalie. They had the same goalie forever, Buffon. He finally uh, – you would recognize the guy because we've always made jokes about how this guy again um, – but yeah, so that's uh, um, 
Spain has been a huge disappointment, but they scored five goals yesterday or two days ago. What uh, what else? You and I went out to dinner this week. Did go out to dinner? We haven't even talked about that privately. <clears throat> we went to a restaurant. We sat outside. Sat outside. I'm ready to start sitting inside. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm just ready. I'm ready to start sitting inside. Good. For, all right. Good. <laughs> we. You made the reservation. I know. Uh, that place was really good. A little yeah. fatty in L.A. Yeah. Plug. We'll give them a plug. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else do you want to... A free plug to the you people that listen. Gold, Jerry. It's gold. Yeah. Speaking about him, uh, did you hear he's, Jerry Seinfeld's doing a movie about the Pop-Tarts, the guy, the founder of Pop-Tarts? No. I saw... I think I saw that, but I didn't, I didn't read into it. What, what, what's going on there? He's... Uh, I guess going to write and star and or direct and star in the movie about this guy who invented the Pop-Tarts. He does a whole bit in his act about the Pop-Tarts. Right. Uh, so I guess it's like, and it's going to be on Netflix. Uh, the one thing I did want to talk about on Netflix was just part of my notes. Did you see the trailer for Sexy Beasts? The TV show? No. No. Oh. There's a new dating show that's coming out on... Uh, oh, I saw pictures of it. Okay, yeah. Netflix, uh, where people get basically like special effects makeup to make them into animals. Um, so the person can't see what they look like. And they go out on dates and they like go out into the real world dressed as these uh, animals. Okay. And they try, they date to see who, like, and then I guess she dates, like, three people and then gets to pick one. Or he he gets to date, whatever it is. Uh, it is amazing do that. It is going to be ridiculous. So ridiculous. And, but for some reason, I'm, like, really want to see this thing. I think this is going <laughs> to be, I think this is going to be Netflix's Tiger King for this summer. I have okay. a feeling. I have a feeling it's going to be huge and people are going to be talking about this thing um, the whole summer. Like everyone's going to be watching this thing. It's already getting buzz. So um, anyway. All right. So where do you want to start? We saw uh, physical came out first yeah. episodes. Sure. Okay. Rose Byrne, Apple TV show. Takes place in the eighties and the uh, the aerobics craze. Um, what are your thoughts on the first three episodes of Physical? Uh, it's super stressful. It's a hard watch. Yeah, it's not very easy to watch. Uh, you know, you 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 think like, oh, this is going to be good. This is going to be like eighties nostalgia. It's going to be an actress we like. You know, uh, you know. You know, she's funny. There'll be some comedy. It'll be some stuff. But it's like this super high-strung, like, basically, like, show about, um, I don't know, about control and uh, bulimia and all this shit like that. Yeah. It's like the last... Part of Goodfellas. 
It's like, you know, all these 80s shows and things, they do this retro thing and everything's bright color and all this, like, poppy stuff. And this one is, like, totally, like, dark and, like, void of that stuff. And they did it on, yeah. they did it on purpose, yeah. obviously. But um, the problem I have with it is that it's not – it feels more like a movie than it does a TV show because, like, the, I feel like the TV shows don't have, like – or that each episode doesn't have an end, really. Right. Okay. Like it doesn't have like a, you know, a arc. Each episode, it's more like one. It's it's almost like they shot this whole thing, made a movie, and cut it into like I think there's ten episodes of this. Um, yeah, the whole bulimia thing is. Uh, I didn't really even know that that was what it was about. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely not an easy watch, as you said. Uh, yeah, it's it's very uh, drawn out. I don't really understand what the end game or what the final thing is going to be, or where it's going, which is part of the good thing about it. But um, yeah, it just seems like they made a movie and then chopped it up. To me, I don't know. Um, yeah, I can see that. I mean, it's the other thing that makes it also hard to watch is there's not a lot of very redeemable characters. You know, there's like, there's a lot of hard people to like on this thing. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, like her husband's just an awful person. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I mean, it's I don't know. It's it's tough to get, yeah. But but I mean, I don't know. We so we're we're talking about all these things about it. Is it good? I don't know yet. Yeah, That's... I don't know yet either. I was kind of hoping you'd tell me if this was good because I'm watching it. I need like a few more episodes to figure it out. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's a weird weird show. Weird show. Totally. Um, what else? We uh, I saw well, that was speaking, our that was our big one. We will keep going. That was our big one. We're going. We're going great here. The um, going along. Well, what looks like this show at points is this. Kevin can fuck himself. Oh yeah. I so you yeah. All right. I was hoping you'd talk about this. So you haven't seen it yet. It's on AMC. It's with starring, um, I forget her name, but she's the sister from Shit's Creek. Creek. Um, and it's basically a hybrid sitcom and dark, like kind of like physical-ish look, uh, kind of real world stuff. So basically every time she walks into the house, the living room where her husband is, it's like a lat, like a sitcom with a laugh track. And it's basically Queen of Queens. They basically copied King of Queens so that they can make sure everyone knew what it was. And then, you know, kind of not looking overweight guy, really hot woman, you know, Mayf, and it's like the same kind of house setup and shit. And then um, when everyone leaves, 
like all the like color and the light and everything just comes out of the show and she's in like like I said the physical world like just kind of like trying to figure out how to get out of her marriage and what she's going to do with her life it's really it's a very bizarre show like I'm not sure if I like it right now I say no but I feel like there's something there it's almost yeah like- so that's that tends to be how things are going, right? Like, I know we haven't, we, we both were saying we hadn't seen the latest episode of Loki, which would be episode three. We've seen episodes one and two. And I was thinking about just talking about to this point. Um, and you tell me if this has the same thing where I'm watching Loki and I'm like, uh, I'm like, okay, I'm not, I like all these people that are in it. So, and I, you know, I'm I'm invested somewhat in these characters, but I don't. This this whole gimmick where of thing, it, it's just going to get old real fast, and I'm just not into it. And like, there's way over dialogue explaining everything. And then I thought, well, that's the way I felt about Wandavision. And then I thought Wandavision turned out great. And like, well, good thing all about these. Yes, it's only six episodes, so you don't have to get pissed. Oh, okay. But but that you're right though that this is what's happening with a bunch of TV shows now where you're starting it you're like I don't know like the they're not these pilots aren't knocking it out to make you be like oh I'm definitely in on this yeah it's uh yeah I'll have to report back I may watch one episode but I'm not really into that show. Yeah, curious. let us know if we should watch it because I I would watch it. I'm curious, just, you should just watch the first episode just to get. I want to get your kind of take on it, but because it is different, it's very different than everything that is on TV. Uh, gotcha. But I don't know if that necessarily means it's good. Yeah, right. Right. I get that. Um, um, yeah. So all right. So so far we're like. Maybe unphysical and maybe on Kevin can fuck himself. Yeah. Um, I got one for you. I just started watching this uh, documentary series on Apple called 1971. Have you seen this? Oh, I haven't. I don't know anything about it. So it's a documentary series on the music of 1971. So this is very much up your alley. Okay. And basically about how the music informed the politics of that time. That's kind of the angle they're going for, for, you know, like all this stuff is happening. We're not the politics. The politics are influencing the music, but the music influenced like culture. So rather than vice series, versa. Series. It's a series. Docu-series. It's a series. Yeah, I thought it was a movie. I thought I was getting involved in a movie. But I'm two episodes in and um, the first episode was a lot about like Marvin Gaye and um, I mean, it touches on a bunch of stuff. The second episode was heavy on like the Rolling Stones. First episode, they show like John Lennon recording Imagine and they like show him like basically making like talking all the shit about McCartney on tape and stuff. It's interesting. So uh, I highly recommend that. So that's a Yes. But, I mean, it's also, like, I think you and I are suckers for all this. I'm not going to say it's anything that is super different, but it's good. Um, subject is our kind of thing. I also watched, they did a, a reunion episode or a, a 
a last episode and I'll be gone in the dark. Or I'll be gone till dark or whatever it is. The okay. show about Pat Oswald's wife who was like oh, yeah. no, So they just did an episode where they covered the whole trial and like they showed, you know, kind of like all the victims and where they are at with uh with how it all went down. And it focuses a lot on what got her, her name is Michelle, into covering this in the first place, which was some stuff that like this that happened where she grew up and she started interviewing people around her neighborhood like before this all took shape. So they go into that. Uh, but it was a way better episode because it didn't, it didn't cover her as much as, which is terrible, I'm sorry, but it's just a little more interesting because it didn't cover her as much as it, covered the try you know what we wanted to say well that's what the whole show did it just covered no, the, the whole about her when he really wanted to fucking right hear more about the killer yeah. right and so this is a lot less about her like you know there's not you know because at this point we know that she's died and we're past it so it's just her voice is still involved in it but not nearly to the degree we're not talking about her storyline. Right. I got so I'll watch that for sure. I want to see the trial. I think that that uh that sums up our our TV stuff. Well, I don't know. Do you have anything else? Yeah, so uh Oh yeah, of course. Well, I want to tell you this one terrible show that I watched. Okay. It's a game show hosted by Zoe DeChanel and Michael Bolton. It's called Celebrity Dating Show. This thing. Oh. This thing out. is a piece of work. The first episode was uh, the guy from RuPaul's Drag Race and Iggy Azalea. And Wait a second. Let, let's just stop right there. Who's the guy from RuPaul's Drag Race? I don't know. One of the guys from RuPaul's Drag Race. Is it a guy? Yeah, it's a guy. It's not a drag person. No, I don't think so. Or maybe it is a guy. Whatever. That sorry. I, I mean, I'm just wondering. I didn't even deep dive into that. I was just. Who like, were the Who were the contestants? The, those were the contestants. Well, I mean, who are the people that were vying to they're, date them? They're just random, like everyday people. Oh, so they're not celebrities. No, so they basically like the celebrity asks them a bunch of questions, and then they pick who they want to go out on a date with. Okay, I'm I'm dying to see the. So, what channel is this on? It's on like ABC or okay, or one of those. You can get it on Hulu, but it's like, first of all, Michael Bolton just sits there and does nothing, except for at one part of the show where they're like, "Would you like a clue?" And then Michael Bolton sings a song about the celebrity uh, to give the uh, people a clue because. Every at the end of every question round, they ask, you know, who am I and how, like, how do you know, basically? And uh, it was terrible. It was like Zoe Deschanel should not be a host of anything. Michael uh, Bolton is like there for no reason, and I have no, I, I have no idea, like, if they're actually going on dates. See, that would be the most interesting part. You actually show watching the date, watching the date, like love connection. Yeah. Um, so, 
was terrible. So what's his Iggy's like, I'm dying to see the Iggy Azalea one because yeah, I want to know if like everybody like is trying to guess who she is, if they think that she's white or, or black or <laughs> they uh they guessed like Rita Orta. They guessed like uh I don't know, a bunch of like celebrities. They couldn't figure it out until like the end of the show they figured it out. I haven't seen it yet, but I think I'd go out with Iggy Azalea. I think I'd I think I'd sign up to be a contestant. She's attractive. Yeah. Attractive. Okay. That's but, interesting. Yeah, I won't I won't spoil it to see who she picked. Oh uh, boy. So it's pretty bad. The second episode was Hannah Brown and uh, what's her name? Natalie Breyer or Byer, whatever her name is. Nicole Byer, maybe. What's her name? I don't uh, know. I don't know. Hannah Brown's a bachelorette. I didn't watch I don't know who Hannah Brown is. She's the bachelorette and she was on Dancing with the Stars. Oh. Yeah, it's all like C list people, you know? I mean, Iggy Azalea was the biggest one. Um, but anyway, but a good new TV show came back. Uh, Dave premiered last week with two episodes, and then this was the third episode that we saw this week. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. I just looked it up. It's Carson Crest. He's not from RuPaul's. I mean, maybe he is. I don't watch that. But he's from, like, uh, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Oh. I don't know. They mentioned that show, so I don't know. All right. So, um, yeah. So, Dave. So, yeah, Dave uh, came back. This season isn't as good as the first season. I think the first season has, like, a lot more heart, and this one's just more comedy, which is fine. Wait a second. Wait a second. There's been three episodes. Right. Okay. I don't specifically remember the pilot for Dave. But there was nothing as good as I took a shit in Korea in the pilot episode. It of was Dave. funny. It was really funny. Last night's episode or the, uh, was like one of the funniest things I've seen on TV. I, I, you know, I was so curious what you were going to say because I don't, I don't know if other. This is I'm watching that last night, and I'm like, I don't know if anyone else is going to find this funny. I don't know, Chuck. Is there, is anyone else going to find this funny, Chuck? But I find this. Fucking I thought it was the same thing because I'm like, this has got to be like to watch this and not have like this type of sense of humor. Like, would be like, what the fuck am I watching? Yeah, I'm sure most people who would see it would feel that way. There's like, I, there's, I could probably count on my hand the number of people I would ever recommend to watch that episode. And that would, but like the people who would think it was funny would think it was as funny as we thought it was. Like, oh my God, I was dying. So funny. And maybe I got it wrong. I don't know. I'm waiting to hear from uh, – there's like two or three other people I know on the list that watch the show. Uh, I'm curious to see if they say anything, but I'm totally with you. Like I I thought – I've thought about that shit. I watched it last night. I thought about before I went to bed. I thought about it today. I was like, God, that was so funny. That was so strange, but that was so it funny. It was so weird and crazy, but it was fucking hilarious. Oh, man. That was good shit. But as I said, like, you know, the first season was all, like, heartfelt, happy ending type things. And this one's more just, like, crazy fucking shit. 
which well, is I mean, it, it became that though, but it wasn't that in the beginning. You know, you had to build up these storylines to care. Like when you think of what's heartfelt about Dave, right? You think about things like his girlfriend's speech, right? That came in the second to last episode. That wouldn't have mattered if you hadn't gone through all the stuff. You think about like the, the fourth episode, I think of last year was the one with like okay. the horse contraption. Right. You know, and like that wasn't a heartfelt, that it wasn't really heartfelt. You're right. Until they did the Gata thing where you found out that he's bipolar. Yeah. And it was like that. You're like, okay, this show isn't just funny. It's going to bring in other things. And this just hasn't done that yet. I don't know. I think it's right on par with it. I, I, I laughed so hard the first episode and I laughed so hard this episode. The second episode, I don't, I, it just seemed like more, I, I can't remember even what happened. Um, but it was, I remember it being like more of the same. It wasn't, it, it didn't, it wasn't as funny. It didn't, it just was kind of like what I remember the filler of the first season being. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I I think that's a bold statement to say that it doesn't have that emo- it, this season doesn't have what that season had when it's only three episodes in. All right, fair. I will uh, wait to see uh, what transpires. You, you may wind up being right. It's fifty fifty. <laughs> All right. Um, any other TV? I think that's good for TV. Um, I had two movies. Let me see. And one of them I didn't see. Did you see the Pixar movie? Did you see Luca? I haven't seen it yet, no. Do you have interest in it? Yeah, I do want to see it. I mean, you want to see everything Pixar. Have you seen every Pixar movie? Yes. You saw the Cars sequels? Oh, no. I haven't seen those. I actually saw a second car sequel because my nephews liked it. Uh, they're not that. They're not very good. Uh, I did not see Coco. I liked Coco. That was really good. Everybody liked Coco. I have not seen it. I don't know what's wrong. I just never, I missed it. You have access. I know. I put it on once and my nephews were over. They're like, we don't like this because it's a bunch of skulls. And I just never picked it back up. (laughs) Okay. Um, So I'm going to see Luca. I just, it kind of came in and out with a thud, right? It wasn't very... Like a whimper instead of a thud. I'm sorry. No? What's up? It just kind of got released like with a whimper. Yeah. I think the whole thing with the uh, COVID and all that bullshit. Uh, yeah, it should have been a bigger premiere and stuff. But but they- Soul, didn't, but Soul felt like a big deal when it came out. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go alone on this one. That's okay. Uh, the other movie that I saw, I saw last night, which I was really hoping you were going to see, but I couldn't, I just would be such a hypocrite about it. It's like, you need to see this movie. I was actually very much looking forward to it. was uh, good on paper. Yeah, I saw the ad and I was uh, like, oh, I didn't even know she made a movie. Eliza Schlesinger. And uh, yeah. uh, I'm interested. And so... Yeah, it's a rom-com. It's like, you know, your typical 90-minute rom-com. Um, and it's directed by uh, Kimmy Gatewood. Do you know who that is? Mm-hmm. 
she is the she's the third Apple sister. Oh, okay. She's she's in Glow. Um, who we kind of have kind of know, like don't really know her. I know the other two Apple sisters, her, I don't know. I don't know, but I've met, you know, we've like, anyway, so it's really, really, really like looking forward to this. I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. Like, I'm, you know, and whoa, it's not good. What is the premise? It, so the premise is she's a comedian oh. and she has trouble dating. She makes bad decisions with dating. You know, she's like in her mid thirties and life hasn't gone the way she wanted it to go. And, um, so she's like, makes bad dating decisions. She like doesn't have the career she wants as an actress, even though she's a very successful comedian, even though anytime the whole thing's filmed at like the, the uh, comedy store and every time she goes to the comedy store, only her name is on the billboard. Um, but there's like a girl that she, that's like her rival uh, who's not a comedian. Who's just an actress. And she's got a billboard on sunset across the street that she's got to stare at every day. And her best friend owns a bar on sunset that she goes to all the time. Um, and apparently they can just take off whenever they want. And then she's on a, gig and she's coming back or she whatever she's flying back home and she meets this guy and he's like I don't know like he knows who she is and he's like got you know he's he's got all the right he says all the right things and he you know whatever and so she stays friends with him and then when like she's she finally lands like the lead of some sitcom, you know, she's about to become super famous and all of that. And then he realizes she's going to leave. So he tells her that his mom has cancer. And so she winds up falling in love with him and like all that. And, and he's fake. Uh, it turns out that there's a lot of holes in all of this stories. All of this could be very funny. Like there's, there's room in there to make some funny stuff. It just, you know, anytime there's like a five to ten minute scene that takes place at an audition, that's trouble. <laughs> you know, yeah. like we've we we've all seen it. We know. You know, like when you're talking about your acting career, and it's either I'm not making it, I'm only a super successful comedian, versus uh, I'll only like I made it because now I'm like the lead of a television show. You know, and there's like no in between. That shit always drives me nuts. Um, but yeah, so overall, uh, really didn't. There was a point at one hour, ten minutes in that I like went, <laughs> and I looked over at Audrey. She was looking at me, and I go, "I know. That's the first time I've laughed this entire movie." But that's as hard as I laughed. <laughs> nice. Um, it was. Yeah, I mean, I hate to to diss all these people who we, who we like and stuff, but man, it was not, it was tough. All right. Tough I'll, hang. I'll, I'll save that for a rainy day. Well, I just want you to see it because I want to see what, I want to see what you like when you see how like that, like the set, I mean, the set designer, that guy or a girl, whoever, I don't know if that was a PA and they just gave him some petty cash and said, Hey, make this look like a parking lot. But, you know, like it was 
it was tough. It was. It took a lot of imagination to realize to think we were where we were a lot of times. Nice. All right. The best is, I mean, I'm not going to kill it, but, but like, she pulls up to the comedy store. She's going to her like, her stand-up gig, and she pulls up right in front and just parks and walks in. And you're like, yeah, totally, that can happen. And I know that that's not a big deal, but like, it's famous enough. It's on Sunset. You know that there's like. Yeah, just I mean, look, and if that was the worst thing, it'd be one thing, but man. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, that was that. What's, what's, what's your movie reviews? You did not watch Capricorn 1. That's the movie you told, told me to watch? Yeah. Okay, so tell, us, tell I, us what that is. I sent Scott a text because I had watched this movie on HBO Max called Capricorn 1. Um, and I was like, dude, this movie is really good. And I sent him the trailer. It was basically from 19... Well, it is from 1970s. It has got Hal Holbrook, O.J. Simpson, Elliot Gould. Um, and it basically is about... The trailer that I sent like doesn't really do it justice, which when I sent it to you, I'm like, I don't know, this looks bad on the trailer. But basically, it's about these astronauts that are going to Mars and USA or America is going to be the first, uh, you know, country to land on Mars. And what right, year is this from? Just so everybody knows. I think it's like 70 something. I don't remember. 77. Um, and so right before the launch, someone says you need to get out of the, get out of the cockpit and they, they take them and then they bring them to this undisclosed location in the desert and they're like, they come in and they go, listen. So the launch happens, it goes away. They say, listen, there's something wrong with the air, the oxygen, and you guys would have died in the flight. But we didn't want to cancel because America is like, wants, needs to play number one in space travel. So basically we recorded all of your, all of your practice things and we're using them to broadcast and we have set up a movie set where you're basically going to fake the landing and uh, if you don't do it we're going to kill your families um, and then obviously they do it they go along with it then the, the rocket comes back and basically they're going to fly him out to the middle of the desert where the fucking Capricorn one lands and then act like they had just gotten home, but something happens in the atmosphere and it blows up. So now the people that are running this, this, this trick basically have to kill these guys because, you know, if they don't kill them, then they would know that they're, that the whole thing was fake. So it becomes this like huge chase and it was awesome. The final third of this movie was really good. There's like this helicopter chase with this plane and they're flying all over the canyons. It's pretty good. That's my review. Okay. Pretty, pretty all good. Right. Um, all right. So that's my movie review. Speaking of movies, every year, well, before last year, we used to like go through the summer movie preview and uh, you tell me if you're interested in the movie or not. And yeah. since, since we just talked about... Uh, Fast and the Furious 9 
and every, everyone's saying that this that this. We may have done this last year. Hold on a second, Arlo. There's nothing to bark at. The uh, everyone's saying that they're hoping that this movie like sparks going back to the movies. So lots of riding on Fast Nine. Uh, comes out this weekend. You're not going to see it. Um, I uh, yeah, I, all those scenes and stuff about family were driving me nuts uh, uh, on the previews and stuff. All right. So after that, July second, and I'm not into John Cena, and I didn't see any. I like John Cena. I didn't see any Rock or Statham. Yeah, they're not in it. See, that's. Well, they were going to do, like, the whole Hobbs and Shaw thing, and then Hobbs and Shaw was fucking terrible. Oh. Yeah, you don't want anything terrible seeping into the Fast and Furious uh, um, As far as catalog. the movie, like, is with the rest of the thing, it was really bad. Well, I read this thing about this interview with Vin Diesel where he talked about his, his feud with The Rock and how he'd said that he just gives tough love, and that's why he came off that way. Um, and he should have handled it differently. But it doesn't really address the fact that he like was showing up late all the time and a dick to everybody. Yeah. So, but whatever. Um, all right. So, Fast and Furious. I'm not dying for that. What's next? Forever Purge, July second is coming out in theaters. I've never wow. seen a purge. I saw the first one. That's it. Black Widow, the big Marvel movie that's coming out, that's been trying to come out for a long time, is now going to be on, I think it's going to be on Disney Plus for, for 30 bucks. Uh, or, or in the theater? Or in the theater. Well, I'm not going to pay 30 bucks for it at home. But I might go see it in a theater. That's one you might be able to talk me into. Um I, I don't understand how there's a movie with a character that died, but it seems like that keeps happening everywhere. So, Well, I think this is before, obviously, before her death. I don't know. Loki's isn't before his death, or it is, but it isn't, or it is. We don't know. No, well, it's no, it's the version of, of him in the flashback. Right, but he may wind up living forever, so... Yeah. Outside, yeah, who knows? And then the... All right, but I'm just saying, people may die, but they're still in shows. All right, well, maybe they'll explain it. Uh, so we have... Uh, Do you like the commercials with the Ball Brothers and and, and um, no. the Black Widow family? No. No, they're not good. Okay, keep going. Roadrunner, the film about Anthony Bourdain, is coming out July 16th. I think that's... So, yeah. We're supposed to interview that director. Nice. I'll I'll let you know if I get a screener. Yeah, I want to watch that. Uh, Space Jam. That's gonna yeah. Be no. Were you a fan of the first Space Jam? Um, I don't think I was. It's been so long since I've. Seen we were it. a little too old for that, even then. I think. Yeah. Okay. This says July 23rd. Uh, old damn nice Shyamalan movie. What do you think of that? Um, wait, hold on a second. Going back to going back to Space Jam. Who's playing the Bill Murray character? 
Uh, I don't know. Is it Bill Murray or is it Kevin Hart? <laughs> I think it's Don Cheadle's in it. I don't know. Oh, you're right. It's Don Cheadle. That's right. Did you know on Dave, did you see the list of producers on Dave? It's like Kevin Hart. It's like, um, who else? There's somebody else big who was a producer on Dave. And I was like. Was it Rashida Jones or? No, but I, I, I've seen her on Pablo and some, I, I often look it up, but yeah, I was just surprised at the names that were involved in that. Um, all right. So the next one you just said is what? Old. Oh. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, so I, uh, that movie looks tough. Looks tough? Yes. I don't know. I think it looks pretty good. Really? I don't know. I'm interested. Well, yeah, because it's M. Night Shyamalan, so of course you're interested. I mean, it's so weird because, I mean, it's that's a tough subject. As you're getting old, you don't want to watch how getting old is like the worst thing that could happen to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, like, his movies, when they miss, they miss so bad. But when they hit, they're so good. I don't know. I don't. I don't know about that. I am right now leaning towards out on on old. You're definitely in. Yeah, I want to say it. What was his last movie? Uh, uh, was it um Glass? Oh yeah, yikes. Okay. But then he did that show. It was just terrible. Um, I didn't serve it. I didn't see that. I, I heard his daughter was directing episodes of that show. I don't know. It was a terrible, terrible show. Oh, really? Yeah. So I was, have it on like my, did you watch the whole thing? No, just the first season. But you watched the whole first season. You just didn't like it. That was the only Apple TV show I'd seen up to that point. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Uh, so old. And there's a Snake Eyes movie coming out that same day. So it's weird because Snake Eyes is like one of the coolest characters from when you're growing up, right? Like we all like Snake Eyes. We all had – and like this – I think I like the guy, the Henry uh, – what's his last name? Is he Rich Agent's guy. Yeah. I like him. Is, is he – I like him as – I like him. So I'm like I should totally be in on this. But then I watch like the trailer and the stuff. I know they just came out with a new trailer. I didn't watch it yet. But the trailer I saw before, I was like, why am I bored by this? I don't know. Well, the, you know? the other movies weren't good. So you're just like, why am I going to look forward to this? Right. But like, it's new director, new, like all new shit. So it shouldn't be the same. But when I look at it, it it's got like, that same it reeks of the same franchise. Uh, you're right. That's that's what it is. And I don't know. Are you? What? Where do you stand on Snake Eyes? I'm not going to watch this unless it's on Netflix. What if it gets like a really good review? Well, I like you start reading like not a good review. I'm going to say find a good review for anything. I'm going to say that's probably not going to get good reviews. But if it does, maybe I'll watch it. But it doesn't have to be good, but if you read something that says, like, hey, this is actually kind of cool because, you know, he brings in, like, 
storylines of like the seven samurais or some shit like you're like oh oh, all right but probably not okay it's gonna take some some something like that what do you got all right so july 30th comes jungle cruise with dwayne johnson and emily blunt this disney movie yeah Uh, i'm gonna probably rent that i think that looks cool i mean i think it's i'm i'm in the i'm not gonna see that in the theater but I'm into a family adventure film. I don't know why. We haven't had one in a while. Maybe it'll be fun to watch. We'll see. Okay. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. Um, I don't. I'm not like excited for it, but I'll definitely. I'll check it out. And then there's. You've never even been on Disney's Jungle Cruise, have you? No, I haven't. And then uh, that same day, Stillwater. This movie uh, by the guy who did Spotlight and. Because with Matt Damon, stars Matt Damon. Uh, so we're supposed to do a we're supposed to do a interview with that one too. About um, the Oklahoma oil rigger who travels to France to clear his daughter's name when she's in prison for a crime. And if you see that, Matt Damon looks like he like he looks like he was busy on January sixth. <laughs> And so people were like, kind of like, oh, this is funny because he looks like he might like not believe that Biden won the election. Um, I obviously like all the people involved and I'm interested in seeing this, but I'm, I am curious why they are releasing this in the summer and not like for an awards thing. Award season. Right. Yeah. Um, What's the uh, what's the director's name again? Shoot, why can't Tom I... McCarthy. McCarthy, that's right. Do you know what Tom McCarthy is famous for besides directing the Spotlight? Uh, what did he write? He was in something. He's the reporter in the last season of The Wire who makes up the story about the homeless guy. I've always had trouble liking him. Because he played that guy in the, on that show, even though he made like a really good movie, and I think he's made like one or a few good movies, I still have had trouble like coming around on him because of that character in The Wire. Uh, but I think I'm in. I mean, I'm, I like I said, I think we're gonna get to because that's a focus one. So I think we're gonna get to do something with it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, August sixth is Suicide Squad. I am kind of like the trailer for Suicide Squad. Yeah, I think it's going to be good. James Gunn. I, I didn't uh, like the first one. I didn't see any of the Harley Quinn movies. Is there one or two of those things? Uh, it's just one. Okay, I haven't seen that yet. The Emancipation of, right? Yeah, you don't have to watch that. It was terrible. But it did have a, it had a lot of good action scenes in it. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to see it. It's, I need to see it before I watch this movie. I'm I'm interested in this for some reason. I don't know why. Well, because I think James Gunn, who quit, uh, you know, the Marvel stuff coming over, you know, wanting having something to prove, making this like movie huge. Um, I think it's gonna it's all gonna play a factor in that. But this is gonna be on HBO Max. Oh yeah, so I'll watch this in home. Okay. Um. That's what's wrong with the world, or wrong with the movie business. I, I mean, and I'm, 
I am somebody who I, I'm in the first tier of people that would probably go to a theater, and I, I'm like, no, I'll watch that at home. So far, I may be going to movies twice out of all of this. Maybe. Yeah, we only have a few more. There's, there's nothing I'm running to go see. There's nothing that's getting me to go. Like, I, if I missed all of these uh, so far, I'd be okay. Either watching them from home when they came out or watching them from home a few months from now. Uh, okay. How about you? Where do you stand right now? Um... I'll go to a few, few of these. I know that's a big shocker. Um, all right, so the last few. Uh, free the big guy. shockers, I said that I'm in the first tier. You're obviously first tier. I'm, I'm not below that. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Free Guy, Ryan Reynolds' new movie where he's in a video game. Then he comes to the that, that looks good. I don't know. I'm like into that. Yeah, that's, uh, that's in the theaters. Um uh, we have Respect, a biopic of Aretha Franklin with Jennifer Hudson. Nope. I'm not. That's not for me. Don't <laughs> care. I don't. I don't care. I just, you learn in the beginning of that 1971 that Respect isn't even, that it's actually Otis, I think it's Otis Redding's song. I didn't even know that. And uh, I don't know. I mean, look, I'm I just, Jennifer Hudson She's she's very good, I guess, at what she does. She just doesn't do things that I am I'm that interested in going to see. Okay. Uh, then we have a haunted house movie called The Night House coming uh, February or August twentieth um, with Rebecca Hall. That was actually shot in uh, Wilmington, I think. Um, and then the final one is Candyman. Well, wait a second. Are we going to talk about the Haunted House movie? I mean, do you... Uh, no, I never heard of it. I don't know anything about it. That cell doesn't get me to the theater, I can tell you right now. No, it's... Uh, I'm not excited about it. I mean, I think I saw... It. There is a trailer out, but it just doesn't look very... Like, if, unless it comes out on you know, Netflix or something, uh, I'm not going to the theater to watch that yeah, okay. But then the Candyman uh, movie, that's uh, Jordan Peele's producing it, like retelling of the story, blah, 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 um, comes out at the end of the month of August. And I think we you, you like the first one, right? That's so scary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't think I like it. It scared the shit out of me. I don't yeah. know. You know, I never enjoyed that. It was fucking scary, that movie. But I, I'm I'm interested in this for sure. I thought this trailer was great. Um, did they... Is this the one they used? I got five on it for the song? Or was that us? That was us. Yeah, that was I us. I remember there's, this, there's another... They used another song as a as a scary song in this. And it, was, it was great. It was done really fucking well. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this, but I'm not sure I'll see it in the theater. Right. Yeah, I may not go to the theater this summer. Now that you've mentioned everything, I'm kind of like, eh. Um, yeah, um, that's a good list. Did you see the Did you see the trailer for Karen? No. Everybody, when you get off of this podcast, should go and just watch the trailer for Karen. 
Okay. It's in the it's in the Jordan Peele lane, we'll say. Um, I don't know if I should tell you what, what, how you should view it. Just view it openly and, and let me know what you think. Yeah. Right, that was me. That would be Virgil. I dropped this toy I'm playing with. <laughs> All right. So I guess we should end this. Yeah, that's pretty good. You got through that pretty well. That was good. I know you're getting worried. You need an hour of like pregame before your sons come on. No, it's, we got a uh, half an hour before this shit starts going. Oh, it starts at six? Yeah. Oh, okay. What, um, so let's talk about the NBA playoffs right now. Um, we're down to our final four. Suns are up two zip on the Clippers. Um, the Bucks are down one zip to amazing game on, uh, Tuesday. Yeah. That um, ending was fucking nuts. Just the whole um, Pete, Paul, George missing the two free throws was crazy in itself. And then they do the slam to win it. I mean, if he hits those two free free throws, they're probably not going to win that game. Now Paul George coming back today. But go on. Yeah, so a lot of crazy stuff. I mean, we haven't talked since um, basically we we haven't had a public discussion uh, I don't think we had much of a private discussion about how we got to this point. Um, what's the, I mean, I, I, it's really hard. You're not an easy person to talk to about it because you have a vested interest in one of these teams. So if I was going to ask you objectively to look at this playoffs and be like, what's the biggest story so far? Like, what would you say? Other than your son's getting this far because that's not it, but, but um, injuries. Yeah, injuries is probably number one. That's true. Um, uh, the Sixers losing, uh, you know, they, I think they were, yeah, I can't believe the Sixers lost. Well, so that's what I was going to say. I think it's Ben Simmons. Yeah. They're talking about Ben Simmons right now. I was going to ask you what you thought about this whole thing because there's this whole thing about how they're now committed to Ben Simmons and they're working with him. And the agent, they haven't asked for a trade and all that stuff. But I'm just like, he still has like $150 million left on his contract. Like, who's going to take that? Oh, yeah. someone will definitely take it. You just can't, you have to remember, but you can't react. Like, I was listening to people talk about it today. You can't react in the moment because everybody thinks the worst right now. Yeah. But, like, you know, like three or four months now. And you have, like, all those draft picks. You give up two. If you're Oklahoma City and you have like a million draft picks over the next four or five years, which they do, their team's going to be crazy. Um, do you give up a couple of those for Benzo? Oh, a million percent. I mean, you you know where I stand on these draft picks. You and I have had this conversation many times. You'll be like, dude, we've got like four first rounders. I'm like, okay, you have one in the top 10, where are the other three? Like 20, 22. 26. Oklahoma City has actually got a lot of first-round pick from all these like, yeah. trades. And but, but it's also a big poo-poo platter. It's not like they don't have a lot of, you know, there's one lottery pick and a bunch of other shit. This draft, this draft, when you look at it as a, as a, I mean, I, I don't know anything, but like it's got like four guys 
they're saying six total that are like really good. And after that, you're kind of like, it's a crap shoot. All right. Do you send them to Golden State for Wiggins? No, that doesn't solve anything for you. What do you get out of that? I don't know. That's one of the things that are thrown, like some of the. You'd have to give more than Wiggins for that. Well, yeah, it's a little little bit more. Here's the thing that's the most devastating thing for them is they wouldn't give him up for Harden this year. Yeah. Like, could you imagine? So silly. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess the the best place for him to land is probably not a contender. Because if I'm a contender, I, I can't have that guy be even my third best guy. Like, he is such a liability. Yeah. But if I'm a team that's struggling, I'd take a chance on him, you know? So I, I think so I think you're gonna he'll get more than you think he's gonna get. Again, a lot of this is just regurgitated from hearing other people talk about it. But I think you're gonna get you you'll see he gets more than you think, but I don't think a good team is gonna necessarily be someone that's gonna wanna trade their future for him. Or, you know, or trade there now for him because I don't think he puts you over. It was tough, man. It was like I almost feel bad for him when I look back. It was just – that was so frustrating. Yeah. And then um, – um, Moving forward. And then Trey, Trey Young, who wins, you know, the series, and then they go on game one. They beat the fucking Bucks in game one, which was crazy. I think yeah. They, I think they were like almost – 10-point underdogs. Uh, Bucks have a pro- – They do. their offense sucks. They're, I don't know if their coach is very good. Well, it's more like their, their defense is terrible. They just let these guys, like, get these wide-open shots. Yeah. You know, they just, like, sit out there. Well, I, see, I don't know if that if they're letting them. I, I, if you're Atlanta, that's all you are is a bunch of shooters. So, like, you can only cover so many shooters – especially when your best player is seven, one, you know, like, so, I mean, that, that's the shots that Atlanta is going to be taken. Uh, yeah. They're not going to come inside. Um, I don't know who, who, so obviously you like the Suns. Um, I still think the Clippers come back and make a series of this. I mean, I guess we'll see tonight. Yeah. Chris Paul's back. Kawhi Leonard's not there. I, I mean, Oh, Chris Paul's back tonight. Yeah. Oh, Oh, I don't know then. <laughs> I didn't know that. Um, yeah, he's playing on that. I mean, here's the thing. That game, that game, game two, is that like, is that your favorite Suns game ever? It's up there. That was good. So I told you after it was done, they ran this play to win the game, which was an alley-oop from the corner. Um, I've been running that play since the fourth grade in my bedroom. I had like a full court basketball court set up in my, in my bedroom with my Nerf hoop. And I used to play out these full seasons. Like this is what I used to do to waste time. I wasn't wasting time. I thought I was, you know, and um, I'd play out these full seasons. And then it was always, it would always come down to this last second play. And I, and I would get, I would get the alley-oop and like fucking, yeah, you know, with with less than a second left, and then I always like we watch this stuff. I'm like, how come no one ever does that? I've never seen it before. And when it happened, 
I am, um, I was a shocked because I, I just couldn't believe somebody did it. Uh, I was a little sad that somebody did it because I felt like that was my, my thing. And then for it to be your team to do it, it's forever tied to you now. Uh, I don't mean to make it all about me, but I had some, I had some trouble with all of this. <laughs> Would you call it? It's called the Valley Oop now. Oh, I've heard the eight noop. Um, now they coined it the Valley Oop. Okay. It was, it was something. It's on t-shirt. Um, what's that? Something about Suns fans. They love fucking getting these t-shirts right away. It's the Valley Oop. <laughs> I saw like at the last game, they had the guy, the Suns and four on the t-shirt. Uh, that guy, stupid. Uh, but yeah, they've won nine in a row, so it's kind of they're tough. Yeah. Tough. What What's your prediction for tonight? I think uh, Booker's not going to have as bad of a game as he had last game, and they're going to get a jump start from getting Paul back on the floor, and it's going to be another win. Pretty um. Good. I mean, here's the thing, though, to, to balance that Booker, because Booker still got his – I mean, Booker was good. Um, even though he wasn't – even though he was missing, that guy is such a – he's fucking awesome. Um, Audrey's a fan now, that guy, after watching. It was great. It, there's nothing that's better than when you're watching this, like, with your with a girl, and she goes, hey, that was really fun. That was, that was really good. I'm like, see? Sports are awesome. Um but yeah, um, I didn't, without Paul coming back, I definitely liked the Clippers. I don't know now because I I feel like the Phoenix bench was like on fire last game, and you're not getting that again. But um, I still think the Clippers have a good oh, on fire though. Who? They're, Suns have like nine guys that could shoot. Yeah, but they can shoot. But all right, they can shoot, but they don't miss. Like, um, uh, what's his face, Cameron uh, Johnson, going like five for five from three or whatever he did. Dude, he needs more playing time. He's fucking good, your boy. Yeah, he's like in ten minutes. He he was like five for five from three. Um, we'll see. I don't know. I mean, it's with Paul coming back. It's that's too tough. Because uh, I kind of was like, I think the Clippers are going to make this a series. If they, I mean, if they do, they have to win tonight. Um, I'll tell you, I like, I think they're like eight to one right now. So I'd, I'd take those odds to be worth it. Um, but, uh, I still kind of like Suns are eight to one. No, the Clippers are eight to one to win the series. I'll win the series. I thought you meant to know. Okay. No. Um, and then I kind of, here's what I could kind of see happening is because Paul, the Clippers lose, they rush Kawhi back and he's not ready next week. And, Next game and plays like the first slugger on ice. Yeah. Um, what about the other series? Uh, I think Milwaukee's going to come back and win that series. I every single okay. I've bet against Atlanta every single round of the. I I made us bet that Atlanta wouldn't make the playoffs. That's how far back I've been betting, and then I bet against them every round. Cause I can't believe that this team is good and I'm still kind of like, I think Milwaukee's going to win. 
But I, I, I don't know if I'm tainted and I'll just never be able to think that Atlanta won't win again because they keep beating, they keep winning everything. I don't know. Um, so that doesn't really answer which way I'm going. I mean, like I, logically, I don't see how Milwaukee loses, but as I said, I picked against Atlanta every round. So I, I, I don't, I don't believe in that pick at all. I don't know. What about you? You like Milwaukee? Yeah, I still think Milwaukee's going to come back, but I agree with you. That's I mean, this Trey Young factor is uh, is is big. Who would you rather see as a Suns fan? Atlanta. You think you match up better with Atlanta than you do Milwaukee? Yeah, I don't think uh, they have anyone that can handle Giannis. You don't. Really, you you don't. I mean, look, no one can handle Giannis, but like, they're one team that has a solid guy in the middle that can at least play with Giannis. I would rather see Atlanta. Right. All right. Booker and uh, Trey Young would be interesting. So I think uh, this is all lining up for a nice victory for the uh, Suns. So I'm just saying. It seems like it. I don't know why I don't want it to happen so bad. <laughs> you're not a guy that acts insufferable when your team wins. You're really not. But I just can't root for it. I just something. I don't. I. I don't. I feel like as we get like older and you know we get older we become more mature we're not just going to root against our friends teams but I, I i think i still can't help it i think <laughs> you still have to root against your team and i don't know why i want you to be a happy guy i don't want you to be miserable you know but and like like i said the one thing if you were a dick about it you're not a dick about it you just really like your team maybe that's just what it is maybe you like your teams too much that's why i think i have to root against your team Okay. That's it. I'm rooting again. I'm definitely rooting for the Clippers. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I guess. Well, good we... luck tonight. Yeah, buddy. Thanks. Suns are favored by one. It's going to be a tough game. Clippers back against the wall. Let's see what they do. I wonder what, what the spread would be without Paul. I guess Clippers would probably be favored again. Yeah. Hmm. All right, bud. Talk to you later.